If your life has devolved into what are we watching tonight, we have the fix. 52 Ways, a guide to better relationships. It'll have you laughing, cooking, exploring, and discovering new things about your partner that you never thought you'd find out. Whether you're just getting the wrapper off your relationship or celebrating your 23rd anniversary, you'll have a blast with Katherine Borkowski and 52 Ideas for Fun and Playful Entertainment. Join us each week right here on webtalkradio.net. Here's Catherine. Welcome back, everybody. This is week two of 52 Ways to a Better Relationship. I'm your host, Catherine Borkowski, author of 52 Dates, One Year Together. I am here once again with my best friend, Beth Weiniger, who is going to help me get through this week with y'all and discuss with you some new beginnings and starting fresh. Um, Hello, Beth. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great this week. Hopefully everybody enjoyed our topics last week, and I want to retouch about that. We discussed about how important um, doing the little things are in a relationship. And um, I well, last night you were telling me, like, David, um, your husband. Yes. Remember what you were telling me last night? We were talking about that. Some little examples that um, I want to give you all some examples of what I mean by doing the little things. And, for example, um, my husband, every day at noon, he sends me on his lunch break a little um, I love you message or a little emoji of him dancing or just something to show me that he cares. And while this may seem silly to a lot of people, my husband, you have to know, is a man of very little words. He's an ex-Marine to the hilt, once a Marine, always a Marine. Hoorah! Um, and so, <laughs> you know, to know if you are military men out there, you know that you don't speak a whole lot. It's what you do through your actions. And this is my husband to a T. However, he does write beautiful mm-hmm. letters to me and that's how we got together is through He's a fantastic writer uh you know through his writing these love letters to me because he can write fantastically but he is a man of little verbal words and it's these little things that he does for me um that lets me know that he is emotionally connecting with me mm-hmm. and one of the things that is really important between men and women's relationships is the fact that women connect on an emotional level and men connect on a more physical level. Uh, psychologists have shown us that women um, are more attractive, are more mental, and I know we can all make a joke there, women are more definitely mental. mental. Yeah. Um, but men are visual creatures. That's why men yeah. like watching pornography more so. Well, and that, that goes back to that whole thing, men are turned on by what they see, women are turned on by what, but they, what hear they hear and think. And think because imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman can hear porn and listen to something erotic and be much more turned on because yeah. it's what's going on in her mind, mm-hmm. whereas a man is much more visual. Mm-hmm. For me, to do little things for my husband is a much more uh, physical act. For him to come home and the kitchen be clean and the dishes be done, mm-hmm. um, that is much more substantial than me sending little love notes to him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He would rather me... It was like that with, with Ron and I. If I'd come home and his fl- clothes weren't on the floor, they were in the hamper... Thank God. Right. Um, and, you know, but it's funny that you say something about David sending you the little emojis. Because I think maybe I'm not a very verbal person either. I show by doing. Right. And with Ron, you don't probably don't remember this. He, he was a candy 
freak loved candy. So that was my way of doing things for him. Like anytime I was out, I'd stash his candy drawer with all kinds of stuff. You know, he loved, um, did I ever tell you the story when I went grocery shopping? Go ahead. Okay. I'll tell you really quick. Um, he loved anything sweet, sugary, anything that you would not feed your kids. That's what he liked. Pizza rolls, Hot Pockets, cookies, candies. Well, anyway, one, one day I went to the grocery store and I did our monthly grocery shopping where you do the bulk of your shopping. And I had the cart filled with all this. Twizzlers, candies, you name it. And this woman was behind me and she was shooting me the dirtiest look ever. And then I realized she must have thought I was the worst mother in the world. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I would do for him. You know, I'd find him these little treats that he loved so much, and they'd always be at his fingertips. That was my way. And David on him. his desk has all the pretzels that he loved. David mm-hmm. is a pretzel fiend. I couldn't stand I unless they're hot pretzels. I like pretzels. No, I like I like them. hot pretzels yeah. that are soft and gushy, but yeah. Crunchy pretzels don't do it for me, but my husband loves pizza rolls and pretzels Mm -hmm. and all of that. Those little snacky foods. Those New York salty things that, Uh you know, Mm -hmm. and so I keep his desk full. And those are the little things that we uh, were talking about last week that are, how does your partner like their coffee? My husband brings me coffee every morning on the weekends. I know I'm spoiled, but that's a way he shows me he loves me and is that he he knows how I like my cup of coffee. I know how you like your cup of coffee. You know, yeah. it's just those little things. Now, you may be asking yourself, why am I bringing this up again? And one of the reasons, the, the me- reason I'm doing this is because some of the people um, have responded that some of the questions that I ask in my book, 52 Dates, is some are uh, funny, some are interesting, and some are, you know, well, I already know this, but about my partner, or some of these are uh, leading questions. All of these questions that I ask have a purpose, and I recommend that if you uh, want to, and if it's a, um, one of the chapters is about building a time capsule together. Okay. Um, and one of the COVID events, doing something inside, is building a that time capsule. You could totally do with your whole family. Exactly. Which would be cool. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the chapters talks about um, p- different things that you can put in a time capsule. Mm-hmm. And I suggest putting the index of the book, which is all of the questions uh-huh. in the time capsule and answering it as a family or answering uh-huh. it as a couple and then revisiting it and later. then revisiting it later yeah. and seeing how your answers how things have changed, changed how things have over evolved. time, over time. Okay. And so, um, one of the ways you can get to know your partner's little things about them is by answering these questions Mm -hmm. and um, knowing these little things about them will help you connect and reconnect with them. Those of you that are doing this journey with us and wanting to reconnect or connect for the first time, knowing those little things will make all the difference in the long run. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. You know, because I was never one. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman and, and, I really, so. I, I, I didn't particularly care for flowers. Right. Don't don't give me flowers. Everybody laughs one year that Ron bought me a vacuum that I wanted. I wanted that vacuum more than anything in the world. That made me the happiest, in, and he knew it, and, and he, he went it. about and found it for me. It's a specific one that you right. know I've had now for 15 years. Exactly. It's the little things or the big things, but... Pay, no, like paying, paying attention, attention to... Yeah. You know what? He would listen, and if I'd mentioned one thing offhandedly about something... 
I'd have it, you know, the next day or... That reminds me of my first date with David. We went to see X-Men. That'll tell you how long ago it mm-hmm. was. We went to see the movie X-Men and um, Dr. X um, in the high school tells the kids about the book, The Once and Future King. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go out to dinner after the movie and I mentioned just in passing, I was in a previous life before this, I was a high school teacher and a college professor, and I said, I love when pop culture shares literature Mm -hmm. like The Once and Future King, because if one kid who is watching this movie picks up on that reference and Mm -hmm. picks up that book, you know, that is such a, that's a huge step for me. That's a big step out Mm -hmm. for a teacher is to be able to say, you know, the King Arthurian tales of the Once and Future King, like it was mentioned in X-Men, and the kids can relate to it, mm-hmm. it makes it yeah, a, a, a teacher's new, new job level. a whole uh-huh. easier. Well, my oh, husband yeah. remembered this, and so for my birthday, two months later, we were just dating. The book, my present that he got me was a hardback book of the Once and Future King. Aww. And he remembered that conversation. He never told me that. Yeah, I have that book to this day. It's on my I bedside table. I bet you do. I bet you do. And through all of the moves and everything, I keep that book on my bedside t- table to remember that he listened to, to just you mentioning some offhand comment. Right. Yeah. And those are the kinds of things that these questions and these dates are designed for y'all to do. So Well, and really quick on the reconnecting thing, if you haven't been doing it lately, doing those little things. Do it again. Do it again. Those those little things will bring your relationship back. Another thing I'd like to mention is that so many people say that love shouldn't be work. And I want to put a uh, disclaimer on that falsehood. Because while love shouldn't be work, you should be just as passionate about your relationships as you are about your love, about your work. So if you are passionate about your job and you put 40 hours a week into your job that you are passionate about, you should be just as passionate about your relationships. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to put 40 hours a week into your relationship, Mm -hmm. but you should be putting that much passion into your relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, no love shouldn't be work. You shouldn't have to think about it all the time. Yes, it should come easier, but these tools are here to help you um, connect and find these ways to make love a little bit easier for you and give you time, the, the time and the, uh, the tools that you need to reconnect and to re-fall in love and to fall in love again for the first time mm-hmm. so that the passion is there right. and that the passion that you put into work is the passion that you put into your love life and that... Yes, it's not work, but if you enjoy each other's company and you enjoy your partner, you'll find it is so much easier to put the love and passion there, mm-hmm. especially when you find it suddenly being reciprocated. Right, right. You know, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to be the first one. You know, so many times when you're in a relationship and your husband or your wife has made you mad, you don't want to be the first one to bow down. Oh, no, I'm not going to give in. I'm mm-hmm. not going to... And we've all felt trapped to that. So don't be the first one to say, you know, to be the, to give in and give the first nudge. Because as soon as you do, you'll see that your love will be reciprocated. Right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
I agree. Uh, I totally agree. So this week we want to bring up that this is the new beginnings and starting fresh in our relationships. So to all of our new couples out there, if you're just getting together and starting a relationship for the first time, um, this is a great time to be joining us and sharing things because um, in a time of COVID where dating is a little bit difficult, this will be a great tool. Joining us this will be a great tool because we're going to give you lots of ideas mm-hmm. that you can do despite of COVID, uh, COVID and social and distancing. Social distancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For married couples that are trying to reconnect, we're going to uh, be giving you helpful advice and telling you uh, interesting places and things that you can go. The purpose of us telling you specific places to go and specific actions, number one is to help you lighten the load and trying to plan things. Everybody hates planning things. And mm-hmm. so we want to give you that uh, experience of having a plan mm-hmm. out. But the important message behind is actually having a plan and that you follow through with that plan and you make time for each other that yes we are going to do this date even if it may not be something that we both love we're going to set aside and we are going to be committed to doing this date mm-hmm. we're going to be committed to asking these questions mm-hmm. we're going to be committed to spending this time together and we're going to make the best of it because we're the key thing is that we're doing it together right right we're going to do it together mm-hmm. And so this week, um, I know my husband made fun of this, but (laughs) (laughs) this week is spending uh, a couple of hours in a car and going to someplace in your state that is unique to your state, a scenic drive and going somewhere specific in your state. Like a one tank trip. Like a one tank trip. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And I have mentioned in my book several places. uh, I've mentioned a place in every state that you can visit. So Mm -hmm. I hope you'll pick up a copy. Um, Some places that I have loved having lived in several different states. Um, In Georgia, now you have all of the beautiful coastal um, places, scenery that you can visit Mm -hmm. that was uh, settled by Oglethorpe. Um, and then you also have one of my favorite places to go. And if you've never been there is a, a German town of Helen, Georgia, um, which is they've, they've taken the whole town and made it German. Even the Wendy's looks like a little, a little German, German restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> yes. And, um, it's do they just, have good German food? They do. Oh, and they awesome. have a Hofbrau house there, and mm. they have a place where they blow candles, these, like, candy-looking candles. Now, are there candles. people walking around in Lederhosen? Yeah, there are. <laughs> there are. And you, I mean, okay. it's a whole German little village oh, set, would, in the German, set in the Georgia yeah. mountains. Yeah. And it's beautiful any time of yeah. year that you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, these are the kind of locations that I'm sending you to. Um, another key aspect is that I'm sending you all to different historical places mm-hmm. because I want it to be both an adventure, something historical that you can talk about, mm-hmm. um, something that you can hopefully get out of the car and walk and get mm-hmm. some exercise together because being physically healthy is important as well as spiritually especially healthy. Especially now during COVID. Health, especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the, the, the road trip is good. And that's always good, you know, just talking. Especially on like a first date. That's always great. And my husband mentions to all of you <laughs> ladies out there going on a first date, um, to vet, <laughs> to vet your first dates very well and to know them a little bit. And if 
if uh, if necessary, bring your pepper spray because you don't want to go out with a two-hour car drive with a yeah, serial killer. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what he said. Yeah, well, that's what he said. He said it's an axe murder. But whatever. Um, uh, 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 he, he's 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 a uh, naysayer. He's the naysayer. He's definitely the naysayer. Um, I'm the kind of person that believes that you go out on a date with someone that you know and have had conversations with before, that you're not right. just going to get into a car willy-nilly with some which, strange dude. Yeah, some yeah. Sam. No. All right, let's go. No. no, but a background check might be in order. But anyway, we digress. Um and, All right, go ahead. Oh, that's go ahead. okay. No, you go ahead. Um, the places that I mentioned in Florida, now everybody knows Florida for their miles of beautiful beaches, um, but in the middle of August and September is not the time to mm. go spend... And my husband, God bless his Yankee ass, he does not like the beach no matter what, so getting him to go to the beach with me for a day is not on the the agenda, so I had to come up with places. <laughs> Ron and I went to the beach one day. Did I ever tell you that? How'd that sunburn turn out? Well, I mean, he was... he Actually, he, he it's so funny that he and your husband are both from the same area in northern northern part of New York. So yeah, about the same. Although he liked he liked the water much better. But I found one thing out about him is that um he's mean. Um <laughs> we went with his best friend Daryl when he first moved down here and we went to the beach and I'm laying out doing my thing because you know me, I love to lay out. And they're swimming we're out to Florida the, girls. Yeah, we we're are, Florida we girls. Are from Florida. We like to yeah, wake and bake servers, and that's a different thing. Wake and bake, yeah. Um totally different than what totally you're thinking. Different than- um, but well, anyway, so we're, I'm laying out, and, you know, he and Daryl, they're swimming out at the sandbar and all this other stuff, and I look, and they're picking up silver uh, sand dollars yeah. and bringing them up on shore. Well, to me, because you know how I am, they're killing the sa- so- sand dollars for no reason. Free, free so them, I was them. kind of complaining about it, and I waited until, like, almost the end of the day when they were all done. I took all the sand dollars, I scooped them up in, like, a towel, swam them out, and let them all go. Of course you did. Sure did. Now, did you catch sand fleas that day? Uh, no, that's our thing. Uh, that is our thing. That is our thing. For those of you that, does, that don't know what a sand flea is, if you dig in the shore of a, of the Florida, <laughs> I don't know how, to, it looks like a crustacean flea. And that's and they don't lot, bite. And the, the a coolest thing A lot of people use was, them to fish with. Yeah, but. you would use them to fish. But what we would do, and it was really cool um, with, with the kids when they were growing up, was... Um, if you scoop them up and you see them, and you can kind of see them when the shore goes out, you can see them kind of scampering down. They don't bite. They're not they, they, periwinkles. They, they're don't not periwinkles. Them with periwinkles. They look they like, look like, like, a, like a crustacean. Flea. Like a crustacean um, flea. Anywho, um, when you if you were if you're holding them and you put your hand in the water and the surf goes through, they'll try to get out and they'll tickle your hand. The kids love that. The kids that. love it. The we could spend hours it. with the kids doing that. It was that great. was a great vacation, like a family vacation that. You know, um, when I taught your daughter to surf, the, the oldest. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, yes, the Florida beaches yeah. are fantastic. Great. But there but. is so much more to do in Florida, Absolutely. especially inland. Mm-hmm. Um, over in Orlando, besides the all the theme parks, you've got Old Town, which is um, designed like a 1950s uh, strip mall. It's an outdoor uh, street that has been re decorated like an old 1950s uh car hop the all the they mm-hmm. have old car shows there mm-hmm. and a 1950s pin shop and a soda shop mm-hmm. and a car jerk and they have um 
you and Ron went there for one of your car shows. We did. Yeah, and, we really um, did. And they've it, got like a little theme park and some animals. So I think they were getting away from that. Yeah. Leaving that up they've to the got, zoos, We've got but, uh, yeah. Casadega, which is a spiritualist site. We've got um, the Crystal River, which is a wonderful place. We go every year between November and March for the manatees that come down and swimming with the manatees. And mm-hmm. then we're highlighting this week, Bot Tower for you, because... If your state doesn't have a particular site that you can think of or hasn't been listed, um, one of the things uh, I recommend is that every state has a botanical garden. Right. And while a lot of people, some women love getting flowers, at least we can appreciate looking at flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bach Tower is one of the greatest little places in Florida that you can go and visit that has uh, one of the oldest towers in the country. There's a lot of history there. There mm-hmm. is a lot of uh, um Going extinct, almost uh, extinct uh, flora and fauna there. Um, yeah, and in fact, there's one plant, and I'm going to say it wrong because I always say it wrong, but I think it's Zizophus. Zizophus. Is- it is, um, it's a plant that actually only grows in that area, and they thought that it was extinct, and then a few shrubs were found here and there. But the interesting thing about the plant is that it's not like it cross-pollinates with itself if it's too similar. It almost It's almost like inbreeding, and it wouldn't. So they had to work with a, a gardener, a, spe- a special specialist gardener. You, you could look it up and find out. But they basically, there at Bach Tower, in their gardens, worked with this other gardener to create almost like a hybrid that would start breeding the, the seeds and the flowers. <clears throat> Otherwise, it wasn't breeding. So it was going to go extinct if those plants ever died. But now because of them, it's not going to. And that right that there is, is so it's really interesting, interesting to uh, yeah. to us and, and finding yeah. places like that that have this kind of history behind it another really fab I just thought of it a fabulous place that I love to visit I don't know if you've been there is the Ringling Museum down in Sarasota no but you told me about it it yeah. is beautiful uh Barnum and Bailey and Ringling um mm-hmm. when I guess they retired between the art and then the mm-hmm. house and mm-hmm. you can take a tour in the gardens mm-hmm. and the um, trees. It's just beautiful. And there are so many places like this throughout the country that don't cost a lot of money. Right. That's just, right. A, I mean, two or three dollars a person to get in mm-hmm. and to stroll, scroll, stroll the grounds mm-hmm. and the house and the property. Yeah, there's a, actually there, not to go back to Bob Tower, but Bob Tower, there's a, a mansion there, that Spanish mansion. Exactly. That was built for the vice president of some major company. Um, that you can tour. I mean, now I'm not sure with the COVID thing. Um, but I do know, um, that, um, because we keep pretty close tabs on it, they're actually doing virtual classes now from the Bach Tower website where you can learn the gardening from beginners, you know, novices to, um, it's just on the Bach Tower website. Okay. You know, you can look up Bach Tower and it'll, it'll get, the first thing it shows you is their website. And Bach is spelled B-O-K. Just for those um, listeners out there. Anyway, um, it, was, it was actually, that's the uh, name of the, the, the man who created it, you know, founded it. For those yeah. of you that are interested in seeing some botanical gardeners in your uh, gardens in your state, I recommend Meadowbrook Farm in Pennsylvania, Minnesota Landscape Arboretum mm-hmm. in Minnesota, mm. the Missouri Botanical Gardens in St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, Bach Towers, for those of you um, who are uh, in Florida listening, that's located in Lake Wales, 
the Lewis Ginter Botanical Gardens in Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm. Cheekwood Estate and Gardens in Nashville, Tennessee, and the Atlanta Bo- Atlanta Botanical Gardens in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So those are all just driving distances. Those are all within mm-hmm. two hours from any point of the state that you're in. Well, you know, I wanted to bring up something because you were talking about, uh, like, the museums, like the Ringling Museums. Um, the one thing that um, Ron always liked was cars, loved cars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you just look up museums, there's more than just the major museums. Oh, yeah. Like, we found car museums in Turpin Springs. And when we get to the museums, yeah, the but museums, I mean, we're going to talk about... So- there's so much that you don't think about. But you know what? We were just... I was just searching for things for him and I to do. Again, it's those little things that he was interested in. Exactly. And I found a museum that I would have never known was there. So, you know, just find something that you're both interested in and, you know. And that's what we're going to help you find. Yes. Is those fun little places that you haven't possibly thought of, like <laughs> the Toilet Bowl Museum. The Toilet Seat toilet Museum. Toilet Seat Museum. Yes. Why would they have a Toilet Seat Museum? Because somebody thought it was... Because Is it like a man's mecca? Do they stand around and, like, bow and stuff like that outside? It's an 84-year-old man that has been collecting toilet seats from different places that he's been to. And I don't know. We'll get there more. Okay. We'll get there. there. If you Um, ever take me there, we're breaking up as friends. I'm just saying. We have been... We've weathered way too many I don't care. I'm not going to a toilet seat museum. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You might. You don't know. You'd probably buy me one. I would. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> While you're out enjoying your day ride, we encourage you during this time to look at the mom and pop restaurants. Mm. It is mom and pop restaurants that have long before the chains, they're the ones that kept uh, America going through uh, wars, through famine, through every crisis and we hope that they'll stay through this covid crisis and one of the ways that we can help support them is by eating at them either dine in or carry out um a lot of places now are are really modified their place for outdoor dining absolutely i mean so you don't have to just get it to go though you could take it in the car you could take it in the car you could have a picnic Mm -hmm. um so we really are suggesting a lot of the mom and pop uh friendly places Mm -hmm. one of the places that uh for example we uh my son and i recently did a bass fishing trip and we had some of the best fresh gator Mm -hmm. at a little mom and pop's place he ate an entire gator that had been caught that day wow. and yes in florida we eat our gator also yeah um but it was at a little mom and pop's place that we would have never been able to get fresh gator mm-hmm. anywhere else at all i mean can you see red lobster serving gator no you know you're, not especially if it was fresh that day right and you're yeah. not gonna get that kind of service and that kind <laughs> of i can see the host out there wrestling the alligator now and the first thing they did when we <laughs> sat down they gave us um a bowl of soup to hold us over for waiting because there was a long line and there was, was a there? long wait, and so just to keep us. Cause Do you the, remember the name of the place? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up for next week's show because it was oh I want to say it begins with the J Jasper's Rome something like that. Okay, look and it, it was up. on the we'll, St. John's we'll River. Next week, yeah, and we'll touch base on next week. Um, we uh, had, by the way, St. John's River, the only river in, in America that flows north. That thro- flows north, and it flows directly through the state of Florida. Yep. It goes from the Gulf of Mexico all the way to the Atlanta mm-hmm. Ocean, uh, and it goes straight through the state of Florida. And mm-hmm. if we ever had like a one of the um, earthquakes that California has, Florida would completely cut off. It, right. it yeah, has it a possibility of being mm-hmm. cut in two at the St. John's River. Mm-hmm. 
So, yes. But some other um, mom-and-pop restaurants that I want to recommend to people throughout your state so that you have the places to uh, go to um, is the Blue Bonnet Cafe in Marble Falls, Texas, mm -hmm. the Woodman's of Essex in Essex, Maryland, uh, El Churro's Cafe in Tucson, Arizona. Mm -hmm. I want to try Peter Pan Cafe in Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Mickey's Diner in St. Paul, Minnesota, Clanton's Cafe in Venita, Oklahoma, uh, Wright's Farm Restaurant, which sounds really good, in mm -hmm. Harrison, Rhode Island, mm -hmm. and so many more. So really this week we want you to hit those out-of-the-way places, go for a great car ride. You've got plenty of questions to keep you busy. And hit a little mom-and-pop joint. Keep those those um, those businesses open that have been there and stood through the test of time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and every city has one. Every city has one that's been around for umpteen years. Um, you know, you're speaking of seafood, one of my favorite places here in Tampa, Skipper's. Skipper's, Skipper's yeah. Smokehouse, absolutely, and it has been known, it has been around for decades, it's been around for half a century, and it's uh, won awards for bluegrass music, and, and, um, um like voted like one of the best blues, blues, blues locations, or, um, uh, bars, whatever, yeah. you know, um, but more than that, they're fresh seafood, and not just your typical fish. It, it, there's gator, there's gator. and there's <clears throat> all kinds of stuff on the menu. And the funny, the interesting thing about I think about gator uh, about skippers is that one, the best part is to be the, the outdoors where the where the bar is. But it looks like a shack. Oh, it does look like a shack, and it's always looked like a it's shack. Always, and um, it's a little dive bar off yeah. the side of a road, off Skippers Road, and yeah, it's been North there forever. And, mm -hmm. and it looks like a rundown beach shack. You got to think mm -hmm. tiki hut kind of palm fronds on together. The you can see that it's kind of been added on as the years have went on, and the inside is um, the inside walls of the you know the garden area where the where the music live music is is painted by local artisans, but it really does. It's just, it's just your, if you think of a typical kind of beach shack, Key West kind of look, that's it's skippers. There. And I but remember in the atmosphere. 80s listening to like Oingo Boingo kind of music uh -huh. and, yeah. you know, reggae kind yeah. of yeah. And funk and eating fresh gator. And really, those are the kind of places we encourage you to seek out. And please write me about them so I can share them with my listeners. Mm -hmm. I'm always open to hearing from um, my listeners, and you can contact me at author.52dates at gmail.com. And we hope that we you will join us here next week at 52 Ways to a Better Relationship, where we will share with you the up-and-coming sex, love, and Indiana Jones. And we have an exciting week filled for you next week. Hope to hear from you, and hope to you will join us next week. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye.